Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is the Sahara Force India podcast. Welcome to the Sahara Force India podcast, taking you behind the scenes here at the Chinese Grand Prix. In this episode, we find out what being part of the Force India team means to number one mechanics Andy McLaren and Will Vickery. Those highs are, you can't explain them, you're almost lost for words. You know, Force India, we all work as a team, out, you know, both cars count. We get to grips with in-car refreshment. It depends on the race, if it happens in Singapore, you're in trouble. <laughs> if it happens, you know, in some European race where it's not so hot, it's not too bad. And Otmar Safnau gives us his post-race analysis. But you know, when circumstances change in the race with uh, either safety cars or shunts or whatever, then for sure you have to uh, think on your feet and uh, and change. First, let's hear from the drivers. The lowdown. Checker, this is for the Force India podcast. Uh, how do you drink during a race when you're in the car? Uh, we have a tube, and um, we basically suck the tube and and uh, and drink through it. And what's in there? Is it is it water? Is it something special? Uh, we have some carbohydrates there uh, uh, with the with different uh, mixes that our trainers does, and and it's very hot. Obviously, by lap three, four, it it becomes really hot. It's not like you're drinking a a very cold water or something like that. Does it ever run out? Sometimes, when you drink more than than you have, obviously, it it rains out. And what are the toughest races for that? Uh, I think Singapore, Malaysia uh, are very tough, and uh, uh, Hungary is very tough as well, very demanding physically, so those are the hottest ones. Can you tell us how you drink during the races? No, absolutely not. Thank you very much. Welcome. (laughs) Well, I just, you know, like you drink, you have a straw and then you... What do you say? You pull, you you suck. Okay, so it's not a pump, you don't push a button, you can no. just do it yourself? Yep, a bit of DIY. <laughs> is, it, is the straw always there or do you have to find it in the helmet? Um, it depends. I don't like to keep it in my mouth non-stop. I think other drivers do, but I push it out and then when I want, I, I you know fiddle it in somehow and, and have a sip. Have you ever run out of water during a race? Uh, yes, that happened. It also happens sometimes, you know, the bottle, like, it fails or the tube uh, goes goes off or something and you don't have the drink available. That happened to me as well. Um, it depends on the race. If it happens in Singapore, you're in trouble. <laughs> if it happens, you know, in some European race where it's not so hot, it's, it's not too bad. So if it happens in Singapore, do you have to, like, take it steady and sort of slow down and, and conserve your energy? 
no, you can't take it steady. You have to push on. You know, you're racing, so there's no no uh, taking it easy. But uh, are we still talking about the drinks bowl, or is this off the? No, you just have to. I don't know. I don't drink usually that much, so even in Singapore, I, I still uh, can manage with what I have. Down. We're here with Andy McLaren and uh, Will Vickery, the number one mechanics on both of the cars for the Sahara Force India team. Andy, if we if we start with you, what are your main responsibilities over the over the course of a of a weekend? Uh, starting at the, the beginning of the weekend, uh, I'm responsible for making sure that Checo's car is built uh, to the correct specification and on time with all the correct bits. And uh, yeah. Well, are, you, are you the man that waves him out of the garage in the, in the practice sessions? How does that work? Uh, basically, I took my instructions from the uh, the, the, the engineer. Uh, I make sure that the car's ready and built, and uh, and uh, liaise with all the crew. There's about sort of twelve people uh, that I have to liaise with and make sure that they're all done. From engineers on the side benches to the fuel guys to my race engineer, and also the mechanics, making sure that any changes that uh, needed to be done have been done and completed. And we let the engineer know when the car's ready. And then from that point, he looked for a gap on circuit and then instructed me when to fire up. And then I have to look down the pit lane and make sure that it's clear and that also all the guys have got the tie blankets removed and that it's safe to release. So, Will, is, is the role a, a sort of middleman role between the engineer and, and the main mechanics? Uh, it is really, yeah. I mean, the main priority for the number one mechanics is to make sure that once the engineer is happy that the car leaves the garage, that everyone is safe and away from the car and, that, and there's nothing still connected and then obviously make sure you don't wave the car out into the pit lane in front of another car. So when for example uh, in Bahrain your guys were a bit unfortunate and both had a front wing damage if, if there's a problem with the front wing something like that do you have any responsibilities when it comes to the to the pit stop? Uh, no not during the race we've all got our own roles I mean me, me, myself and Andy here are uh, gunmen so our, our priority is just to make sure that the wheel nut's gunned on and everything's safe to release. And what do you do when you're back at the factory? Uh, our main priority back at the factory is to we get a build spec as soon as we get there and any new parts, drawings released to us. We uh, chase up all the parts with design and if there's any issues we liaise with chief mechanic and stuff, make sure everything is fine for the car, make sure everything's, everything's there, all ready to go and basically make sure the front end mechanic, rear end mechanic and everyone is all happy with all the stuff before we leave really. Andy, what's the most stressful part of the job? Uh, the builds are fairly hectic. There's quite a lot of changes, certainly with updates and parts like that. They have a lot of new parts onto the car and making sure that all the new parts tally up with and all the old bits that have been removed and making sure your car's built on time, mainly to the correct specification. And often quite parts can arrive quite late because obviously you're pushing to get all the new bits on the car, so they can arrive quite late onto the uh, at the circuit and trying to get them all built on time. I think that waving it out of the garage is the easy bit. <laughs> so when they, uh, if, if a team brings a new front wing, people like me, we've got no idea what, what the difference is. Are you able to, to tell the difference between a new front wing that arrives or are they specially labelled so you don't get them confused? How does it work? We actually have a guy in charge of hydraulics and wings. So it's, he, he's pretty much on top of what's new and what's what. They're, they're all individually numbered. So um, we get told which one to fit, and we fit that one. Um, sometimes you can see, it's, it's, if it's a massive update, it's visibly obvious that the, the wing has got different bits on it. But if it's just small tweaks here and there, sometimes, to be honest, we can't even tell the difference ourselves. It's just a little tweak on an aeroplane. We just make sure the right number's fitted on the right time. What's the best part of the job from your point of view? 
Uh, from my side, I'd say I've been doing this for 10 years now and it's you know, afforded me the luxury of being able to travel the world and see all aspects of different sort of cultures and all parts of the world. Inherently, I've been racing since I left school, so that's like 16, 17 years now I've been doing this and I, I love racing and competing and I think just the camaraderie within the team and, you know, to put your, your car out there, which, you know, you're, you know for my, me and Will, it's our cars, we're responsible for it. So I think there's you know, a great deal of pride to be able to build a car. And certainly when you get a good result, you know, it's, it's, a, you know, it's a great sort of buzz. And it's, yeah, it's a really good atmosphere. And yeah. How much, Will, does the result affect you after a, you know, a, a, a tough weekend like Bahrain or a, a great weekend? How, how, what's the difference feel like? Uh, it's it's amazing, really. I mean, when we have like a good result and we're on a podium for for a team, a midfield team like ourselves, a podium's a massive deal. It's almost like a win for us, and you know those highs are you can't explain them. You're almost lost for words. It's it, and it doesn't matter which car and which side of the garage is. You know, Force India, we all work as a team. Out, you know, both cars count, and it's just amazing the feeling for everyone in the team if we have a good result. Obviously, on the on the negative side, if you have a bad result, it's exactly the same. If if your cars finished well, but the other cars not not finished or had a bad result, you, you you sort of have mixed feelings. It's good and bad, but you still feel bad for the other side of the garage as well. It's a, it's a whole team atmosphere. It's great. How long have you been involved in racing? Um, probably about 18 years. I did two three years Formula Three, and then uh, about 15 years now in Formula One, from testing to racing. About 12 years racing. So. Yeah, it's a it's a long time to be part of a big team. Everyone here is really you know works well together. We all get on well outside of Formula One as well, so it's really good. Otmar Safnauer is the chief operating officer of Sahara Force India, and I caught up with him after the race. Down the track. So Otmar, uh, a race that started well had had a lot of promise after the opening lap, and then uh, couldn't quite bring it all together in the end. Yeah, I think. Uh... You know, uh, having to pit under the safety car, we lost some positions there, and then uh, trying to make our way through the field again, we uh, we kind of used our tires uh, up a little bit more than we would have liked. And then towards the end, uh, we're in the points with Checo. Unfortunately, Nico had a, uh, a penalty, which uh, meant uh, he was out of the points. But uh, with Checo, we just kind of ran out of tire life at the end, and. Uh, those with fresher tires uh, were able to get us with uh, a few laps to go. How much with these new tire rules is it about thinking on your feet? How much does the pre-planned strategy go out the window? Well, I mean, the, uh, we ended up doing uh, the amount of stops we wanted to do with uh, with Sergio, uh, not so for Nico. Uh, but, you know, when circumstances change in the race with uh, either safety cars or shunts or whatever, then for sure you have to uh, think on your feet and uh, and change. Another frustrating weekend, though, where the pace has been there and been evident to see, but it but it hasn't quite worked out. What are you hoping for for Russia? Well, we've got to uh, we got we got to make some adjustments such that uh, uh, we take advantage of our pace, and uh, we'll we'll do that between now and uh, and Russia, and we need to start scoring points. Join us next time for another Sahara Force India podcast. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 